You're listening to Leveling Up, where we'll show you how to win at the game of life and business. It's time to power up your skills through life gamification with your host, Eric Sue. Happy Tuesday. It is the 19th of May, 2020. Still in COVID right now. You can see my hair is getting longer and longer. But tell you what, um, I've actually gone and purchased clippers, scissors, all the things that you need um, to cut your own hair. And I've actually started watching YouTube videos. So stay tuned. If you watch in the next couple of weeks, my hair might be done. Um, so let me know in the comments um, where you are coming from. And let me know how you're feeling as well. Scale of one through five today. Five being best, one feeling like complete garbage. Um, and I will address your questions. But today we're going to talk about how to think about business in general. Because I know a lot of people are starting out or a lot of people want to get to the next level. And a lot of conversations I've been having with people have been around, hey, um, you know, I... I want to be able to leverage my business. Let's say I have an e-commerce business or let's say I have a services business and I want to leverage it to the next level. I want to level up, level it up. And some people, they just want to stay the same. Um, so some people are, they're like, yeah, you know, I have a great cash flow business um, and it fits my lifestyle. It allows me to, you know, um, work whenever I want. Um, it allows me to have free time and that's fine. And some people want to be more aggressive. They want to continue to grow their team. They want to continue to grow their revenues and, th and that's fine too. So this is more for, for those people. So I think mindset wise, you have to look at it as if you're going to build any business at all, you can't be like, Oh, look at this $200 million business. Look at this $300 million business. I just want to go and I want to build that because the elephant's too big, right? What do they say? You have to eat it one piece at a time. So what you have to look at it then is, you know, people, I, I think it was, um, I think it was Eric Schmidt of Google that told Marissa Mayer um, that, hey, like if you're going to get on a rocket ship, it doesn't matter what seat. And at that time, Google was a rocket ship already. They're, they're already blowing up. Now, what I would say is before you can launch a rocket into space, you kind of have to have a launch pad. And so I was reading a tweet yesterday by uh, Andrew Wilkinson from, from Tiny. And I, I love that concept. And that's fundamentally that's the best way to to look at business because if you think about if you think about Amazon what do they start with they started as a bookstore they sold books the world's largest bookstore first and then they just kept getting bigger and bigger and then they just kept redeploying cash redeploying cash um, now they have AWS now they sell everything um, one of the world's biggest affiliate programs um, and they also have Amazon ads as well there's Amazon fresh they bought Whole Foods so they they if you think about it Jeff Bezos is a pretty damn good investor. He just keeps redeploying the cash and, and just keeps growing the pie. Forget about profits now. But he had to have Amazon as a bookstore first to be the launching pad to have the rocket ship that he has right now. Now, similarly, you look at Apple. They started with the Macintosh first, right? Where's the Macintosh? At least I, I, like, I, like it was just one computer. Let's just put it that way. Before they even thought about um, the iMacs, before they even thought about iPads, before they even thought about um, iTouch, iPhone, iPods, all these different things, right? So you got to have a launch pad first before you can take it to the next level. Um, so Ruxolana uh, is a four. So glad that you're feeling a four out of five. Um, hello, Bree. Uh, how's it going? So guys, drop in the comments. Let me know what you're, you're, um, where you're coming from also. And then let me know also um, how you're feeling. So and also, also hit the like button. Leave a comment as well. Because no matter where you're watching from, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, the like button.
Okay. Now, if you're saying, oh, I, I can't go build a computer. Uh, I cannot go build a book or I'm not tech savvy or anything like that. You don't need to be tech savvy necessarily. Like when I look at the reason I took over my agency, single grain was not because I wanted to do an agency. In, in fact, I wanted to stay away from agency as far as I could, because me, um, I thought I was, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I worked in tech, I work in software. I'm so cool. I'll never do an agency. But when I reframed my mindset, when I re rewired my mindset and I was like, if I can make the agency work, I can use that as a launch pad to do everything else that I'm doing. So if you look at the things that we're working on right now, we have, we have the agency, we have events that are tied to the marketing school podcast. We have um, the marketing school podcast itself. It drives advertising and we have the software business click flow. And those are, and also we have other projects working within single grain. And also we're, we're, blank, we're building an education program within, um, within marketing school. So there's a lot of leverage that we've built from by using the launch pad, but without having to launch pad first, without using the revenues to drive it into all these other projects, I, I wouldn't have been able to get started because I would have been trying to think too big and that would have exhausted me. And instead of thinking about chapter 25, I can take it one step at a time. Maybe get to level one, to level two, to level three, to level four. So thinking about it that way makes it a lot more manageable. So that's why I think services businesses are like agencies, even coaching, consulting type businesses are great for, for most people to start. Now, if you have an e-commerce business, um, let's say you're doing drop shipping, maybe that's your launchpad, but maybe the next step is to, to hold your own, carry your own inventory and, you know, increase your margins. And then from there, you decide what you want to do next with your, your e-commerce business. I remember I was talking to a guy a couple of weeks ago on, on, on the podcast, um, he started out with a coaching business or it was a coaching business to help people get fit. And then he leveled it up to another um, coaching business. And um, it was another coaching business to teach those people how to like start their own business. Right. And you might be thinking, oh, my God, that's a pyramid scheme, whatever. And, you know, I used to think that way about just kind of coaches. And I think a lot of coaches, you know, you're probably thinking, why should you be a coach? That's fair. But there's a lot of valid coaches out there that are doing great things that are, you know, doing great for themselves. So you have to respect that. Um, so Evan's coming from Santa Cruz. Hello, Evan. Thank you for living, living. Thank you for living. Thank you for loving these live sessions. Jose is coming from Sacramento, um, coming from Boston. Shmuel's feeling like a five. That's great. Hello, N. Um, but hello everyone. Yeah. Just keep, by, by the way, guys, keep leaving comments, keep liking it. I want this to spread. I want to see how far this can really spread when I actually ask for the likes and comments. That's actually an experiment with these, um, because these actually go to the podcast. So I don't mind doing these simulcasts and, um, you know, kind of spreading the knowledge that way. Um, so let's see. Asim says, so there's some questions in here. I'm going to read these questions in a second. Hello, Rosh. Um, I'm going to read Phantom's questions and Asim's questions in one second. But I want to come back to, to my point for a second. So if you think about it, if you're getting started right now, there's so much free material. Let's say you're coming out of college. You don't want to go back to your, your final year of college and you would just want to take matters into your own hands. Okay, great. There's a lot of information out there. There's free information. You can just... You can listen to marketing school podcasts. You can listen to this YouTube channel or the leveling up podcast, whatever. Um, but there's also a lot of great people teaching you how to do e-commerce or teaching you how to build, uh, build an agency. And by the way, if you want to learn how to build an agency, go to, uh, well, it depends, but I have this, if you have an agency already, singlegrain.com slash chat to grow your agency faster. Right. But if not go to singlegrain.com slash agency dash accelerator. Um, I'll make sure to put that link in next time. But point is you can start with e-commerce. Not hard to do it. Shopify account, drop ship. Okay. That's an easy place to start. Take some money, take some money from saving. In fact, try to get a refund from your last year of college and deploy it. It's your little seed round, right? And then, and then see if that works out for you. Or 
go down the consulting route. Oh my God. Uh, I don't know. I want to learn marketing, but I don't have the skills right now. It's a catch 22. Okay. That's fair. So reach out to people work for free. I keep saying it over and over work for free. That's how I got started. I, I worked for free for this company called snack nation. It used to be called human healthy vending. Now they do really well. They were doing zero at the time and they hired 12 interns. Good for them. And I worked for free, but I learned a ton too. So, and then, and then people notice you then, and then you get hired, um, for a real job because you actually have some experience. If you just need a little bit of experience, um, and then you get hired and then you can start doing your consulting thing, you know, post, uh, if you want to become a good marketer, go to marketerhire.com. Okay. Um, you, you know, you can post on Upwork as well. That's how I got started, um, doing consulting. I was making, I think 25 or $30 an hour in Upwork. And then this guy offered me a job. The guy I was working for offered me a job for, I think like $250,000 and uh, like a 5% profit share. I didn't want to move to Philly because I don't like the Eagles. No, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, but stuff like that, a little launch pad first, whether it's, it's coaching, consulting, or uh, e-commerce, and then you can level up and you get stronger and stronger and stronger. Um, so I, I love that concept a lot. And I think a lot of people right now are, are just, it, it, like I, I hear people sometimes too, they'll be like, yeah, I really want to start this business. I think it's going to do $200 million in the next two years. I think for the vast majority of people, it's not like that. You can't just build a rocket ship immediately. It, it takes time to build a rocket ship. I mean, I'm looking at the, even Peloton, I'm just looking at the my, my bike over here. Um, look, they, they started with the bike first. Tesla started with a with high end first. Um, Peloton started with the bike. Then they came out, came out with the treadmill. Now they're going to come out with a low cost um, offer. And, and that's actually a lesson there in itself. You go higher cost first, and then you, you try to cater to the to the, the, the broader market. Now, sometimes bottoms up might be better. Um, there's different strategies here to go with, right? Um, but just keep that in mind. Like in the beginning, you want to focus, make it work, make one thing work first before you start to diversify. And a lot of people ask me right now, the people that go through the, the, the agency coaching program, the agency accelerator, they say, Eric, I want to do exactly what you're doing, which is, yes, we're creating a lot of content. Okay, it, it creates a little mini brand for us. Um, and at the same time, we get to work on these other projects and we get to use the agency as a launchpad, as a platform. Um, and then that actually affords us more freedom and opportunity when, when the other projects work. And then we can actually free up the agency to focus on more scalable opportunities that, um, that, and then we don't, we can kind of choose who we want to work with and be ultra selective. Right. So everything, what, what did they say? A rising tide lifts all the boats. Right. So that's what you're ultimately trying to do when you build this, this launch pad and you put the rocket ship on top and you just keep shooting rocket ships up. That's what you do. That's what it is. It's a launch pad. All right. So that again, Andrew Wilkinson tweeted that out yesterday. I thought it's great. And by the way, he does that as well. If you look at Tiny, which is um, his um, his portfolio, it's it's I don't want to call it private equity, but he what he does is he does buy businesses. So in, in a sense, I guess it is. Um, but he takes the cash flow from his um, he has a he has a design shop, design and dev shop. I think it's a design and dev shop, but they do great in terms of profits. Um, and what they do is they just redeploy that into buying other businesses. Because if you think about it, if you actually know what you're doing, let's say you're a good marketer, you know what you're doing already. You have some type of audience. Let's just take us, for example. Okay. We have some type of audience. If we just go out there and we buy other products or services and we plug them into our audience, it's supposed to work. That's just how it is. And if you look at Kylie Cosmetics, you build a brand. Okay. That's her launch pad. And then you plug things in after. Okay. Even uh, Dan Bilzerian. You look at, he's built his brand around, you know, yes, there's a lot of bikini models around him, you know, and um, all the men follow him, but he launched, um, you know, these um, CBD lines or all these other products, right? So that's, that's another example of, of doing launch pads. I just gave you a bunch of examples. So that's how it works. That's, 
the concept, that's the mindset. I would encourage you to reframe your mindset. Instead of thinking about building the rocket ship first, you got to build the launch pad. All right. So here's some questions. Uh, my local genie says, I love the marketing school podcast. Thank you for that. Um, as he asked, how can I start an agency with English speaking countries, uh, clients from Argentina, I would offer to small businesses what I had learned in the, in a Facebook ads course. Yeah. I mean, I would just recommend you reach out to the, you would make a dream 100 of the clients that you want to work with in America, reach out to all of them, say, Hey, I'll do a free Facebook audit of your account. And, um, if it looks good, I'll work for you. Excuse me. I'm about to sneeze, but, um, I will work for you for 14 days, 21 days. And if the results, if we hit X result, then I want to negotiate a, uh, a longer term agreement. Maybe people right now want to do month to month. Okay. You kind of have to, you know, um, be okay with that because these are the times that we live in. So that's that. Hello, Sumitra coming in from India. Asim asked, this might uh, sound naive, but I have a suggestion. You should do an episode where you should define branding, lead generation, demand generation, and what channels activity should we leverage for all these? The ironies, you know, that's actually a really good idea. Asim, I think we're probably going to take that for marketing school, which is this Friday. Neil and I will be recording live at 10 a.m. Pacific. So um, we will do that. And um, that's Phantom says, what sort of credentials and micro degrees should we get to get an entry level marketing job in PPC? So you have the Google certifications that you can take. Um, there's a Facebook certifications that you can take as well. I believe that's harder, but I would get the Google ones as first. And then um, you can get there's HubSpot certifications you can get as well. So there's a lot of these certifications out there. I think those are the ones that come to mind immediately and um, just start there first. And then again, offer to work for free for these people um, and then you know, from there, I, I would just caveat that with saying, Hey, I'm going to work for free for you for 14 to 21 days, or maybe for a month or so. But I do want to come back to the negotiating negotiating table. And, um, you know, I want to be paid for the work that I'm doing. All right. So anyway, I hope that helps. Before you think about the rocket ship, build the launch pad first. Once you get the launch pad stable, then you can think about launching rockets into space. Then you can build other rockets and launch them up. Right. Um, you also have to make sure that if you're running a business and you're doing that, you have to continually drive alignment with your teams because what's going to happen is the people that are that helped you build the launch pad, they might be jealous of the fact that you're building these other rocket ships. So you have to constantly communicate saying, hey, this is the plan. This is the overall vision. This is how you fit in. And nobody's going to be left behind because it's not like one business is better than the other one. In fact, the launch pad is the foundation. So it is, it is, it's really important. And then you just have to communicate it to them so they don't feel like, they're being left out. Um, they don't feel like they are second fiddle. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you have to make that very apparent to them. And so maybe I'll talk to talk about this in another video, but it's super important that you are, you get to the point where you're over communicating and you feel like you're being annoying. And at that point, you still probably need to do it a little more because you, then you're really driving it into people's heads because people forget quickly too. People are so busy. They forget like, all, all I know is the weeks go by so quickly everything's blended in now. And um, some people are tired. I mean, you're, you're in zoom meetings all day. So you have to empathize with where people are at. And that's where you have to come from as a leader. Um, all right, so that's that. And then Sumitra says, I'm based in India. I'm wondering what the perception of India based marketing agencies are in the United States. Um, funny enough, Neil Patel has a India agency. He so he has multiple agencies for Neil Patel digital. And um, I think that's more of a question for him. I don't know. I don't really, I've never really worked with an Indian agency. I would guess that most American clients would want to work with people that are in America or English speaking. 
And the other thing I would say is, I think if you're doing an Indian agency, you should probably be targeting people in your area just because it makes more sense. And once the lockdowns end and everything, people, maybe when things get back to normal and maybe like a year and a half or two years when people are meeting more, um, you know, proximity matters a lot when you're doing any type of agency or coaching, consulting business. Like the more you meet with people, you find that the longer you extend the relationship and the higher the, um, the account values actually get. All right. So keep that in mind. All right. So that is it for today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Please leave a comment, rate, review, subscribe. Um, also like as well. And uh, we will see you next week. Next week, Tuesday, 8.30 a.m. Pacific. I'm going to continue to do these lives and my hair will continue to get longer unless my stuff arrives by then. Uh, until then, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day and uh, see you later. You may have completed this level, but many more bosses await. If you're looking to level up in marketing or business, just go to singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up to get access to our individual and team training programs. That's singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up.